welcome to Black Tar Roots, the Black and Black podcast. Where we ask the hard hitting questions like, did Tammy Faye Mesner know about what was happening with the PTL? She absolutely right. did. That's not I'm a hard hitting question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tickled my fucking toes. And I'm the nose of Tammy Faye. <laughs> I shoot it straight from the hip and give all the lip. I'm Jamal. And welcome to Black Tar Roots, the Black and Black podcast where we ask the hard hitting questions like, is Tamisha Mon actually coming for you? Girl, she's in the UK <laughs> right now, so. Uh, you know, I was looking at that. I was looking at a, a cast picture that she just showed. And you know, I support Tamisha Mon despite the drama, you know. Girl, you know, get your coins. Also, don't be running fraudulent online businesses, but that's how they hear It's not fraudulent. You, if you, look, if you would have bought the subscription to the uh, Tamisha Mon network. No, because I bought the tissues and it never showed up. And then she cussed me out in the uh, comments. Oh, wow. So now you're just promoting false information. Wow. <laughs> no, wow. Happen. Well, I mean, someone claims it happened to me. At any rate, um, my whole thing is, as, as I, I wonder how Tamisha Ma ended up on that cast. It's a ro- If you look at it, though, and what, if you look at it, it's a rotating cast. So, uh-huh. like, Tamisha and Raja are there. Right. Um, and Ellie and Alexis. But also, right. um, that is a very random. <laughs> it is random, but if you look at the previous cast, um, and, uh-huh. what, and what, um, uh, what we're talking about is this uh, UK theater tour, um, that's happening right now. If you look at like previous casts of the show, oh no, the uh, Trinity's there, not Roger. Roger's in another yeah. play. If you look Maybe at like Roger's pre- in one with Tamisha too, with with Ellie. No, Raja's in another one. Raja's in one um, where her oh, role used to be played by Latrice. Raja's in one with Willem. Right, that one I know about. Right, and that, that one, one random. That one has like a rotating cast because uh, Raja's role used to be Latrice. I'm looking, I'm looking. At any rate, congratulations, dolls. I'm glad you all are booking the gigs and doing shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. With vinegar shows. Oh, yes, because Karen from Finance is in that damn show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. Speaking anyway. of which, this is week three of us boycotting. Um Here you go. Sir even drink. Okay. You mentioned in a racist just reminded me of the racism. Okay. So just just putting it out there. I'm not gonna give a whole thing. Um <laughs> but fuck Sir Vodka. That's it. Yeah, Sir Vodka is not the serve that they think it is. Mm-hmm. So let's get into let's dive on in to this week's episode of Jag Race Series Three. Hop the big pond, darling. We are in the UK for um, the rush job that will be a legend rush job. I'll say that is Series Three, and a lot of shit went down last week. So last week the girls had to perform in Dragathon. The um, are we calling it a musical? You call it whatever fuck you want to call it. I don't <laughs> know what we calling it uh, uh, the the RuPaul. Um, got these bitches to get on bikes and heels and no one died surprisingly uh you would think they would have learned their lesson from that cheerleading challenge um and the girls performed in dragathon the musical mm-hmm. um <laughs> they were split up in teams and in the end the winner of the challenge the non-dancing girl herself miss crystal versace walked away with her second brew peter badge and in the bottom two was electric and Miss Vanity Milan performing to moving on up, moving on up. Um, and sadly, or depending on who uh, is uh, you were asking here, 
Electra Fence, who tried to come for the Kennedy come for the Davenport dynasty and jump off the stage, and it did not land the way that she thought it would, Whoops. was sent packing. You want to say something? Yeah. No, I mean, that's it. Rest in peace, Electra Fence. You know, it was right. good to have you uh, there. You know, you did what you needed to do. You came out with the drumstick pattern. Okay. Um, bounced all over the stage. And now very you know, much so. And two pieces and a biscuit. Yeah, very that. Two pieces no biscuit. Okay. And now she, she, she uh, on a, uh, a Scarlet Envy, like, promotional tour to talk about she got disqualified because she jumped off the stage. Yeah, it was a conspiracy <laughs> against her. How sad. <laughs> How sad, how sad, how sad. Yeah. Okay, girl, oh, well. she's still gone. So, um, so the girls up into the workroom. We're not even going to get into the bullshit because we need to talk about the real tea. Last week, at the end of the episode, Victoria Scone was giving the Eureka Hera uh, script of, we sending you to the doctor for your busted knee, and if they come back with the prognosis that you need to be sent to the house, you're going back to the La Quinta Inn. So for the last week, we have been waiting with bated breath, trying to figure out what is going to happen to Miss Victoria Stone. You come back into the workroom. Well, I mean, I've not. I I dead ass forgot. But I'm trying to trying to paint a picture here. (laughs) Our listeners, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She did hurt her knee. So so so, you know, we're we're back. They wipe off the message from Electra. They go kiki kiki, and we are like, and and uh, Miss Shariza is working hard to get her producer credit because she goes. Oh my God, so much happened this week. We forgot to even talk about Victoria. Hands over to the camera. How are you feeling? And Victoria talks about um, how basically fucked up it would be if she had to go home at this point. Because she essentially is poised to be poised as the front runner uh, now last week's prom dress uh, activities, but the front runner in the competition. You know, yeah, she is one of the ones, yes, yeah, one of the ones to beat and uh-huh. you know in any competition situation you want your competition to go home but you still you don't want to go out with those kind of circumstances you uh-huh. still want to go out and beat the best and but you, you need the bitch to be healthy um it is unfortunate because it is a historic casting and we would have loved to have seen her go all the way but in the end like i said a moment ago it's much better for her to be healthy and to have a strong knee and participate in the series four um so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit you. They send the girl to the house. The doctor said knee ain't ain't healing the way they need to heal and it's best for her not to compete. Uh and Ruth says, I have a feeling this is not the last time we've seen Victoria Scone. I found well, that very, very you know, interesting. You know, they found her once, they can find her again. <laughs> Serving pure catfish. Uh <laughs> interesting because I would have loved for Ruth to have said you know she has an open invitation to participate in series four mm, yeah you, you that's what you normally said oh I wasn't the only one you better have this bitch bopping in the back of the music video off of a zoom call baby <laughs> you know RuPaul is probably living yeah, yes 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 <laughs> I told them we don't <laughs> well uh my expectation is that she'll be on series four. That's my mm-hmm. maybe 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 they just that's not what the language was given. I mean, that's what the script the cue cards did not say that specifically. Baby, watching ten years, you get a, um an interview with Victoria saying she didn't get invited back. Baby, not a, a Victoria said I sat by that phone for weeks <laughs> and didn't get a phone call. 
that'd be fucked up. That'd be ferociously fucked up because they have invited girls back a million different ways in the past. Uh, you know, we should do, we, if that happens to Victoria Stone, we should pop up there with signs of uh, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Girl, no. First of all, no. <laughs> we go, now, how are you going to let Miss Cuckoo back, but you're not going to let Victoria back? Oh, girl, well, I was against them letting Cuckoo back because there was no reason, there was no not, justification or reason other, other than you know why. Yeah, but I know exactly why they brought back. No, that is what you think is the <laughs> you know why they brought Cuckoo back. That, yes, because Robbie Turner spanked that ass on them skates. And no. she won Miss Congeniality this season before. Anyway, so we get into the mini challenge, right? And it is Finder. And it's where the dolls have to get into their finest butch drag and participate in a Tinder-like dating service. So um, I, I love the... Um, I made this note to you last week. I love how Kitty reconfirms what I said. Uh, Victoria was the most butch out of all of them. <laughs> right. Well, I mean... <laughs> Victoria's wardrobe was giving very much so you all. I mean, you definitely see that when these girls are, are trying to... Um, when they're trying to get it together today in this... Yeah. In this uh... <laughs> but it's a lot of fucking fun. I mean, first of all, we got, first, we got Vanity comes out and she is very Batiman, and immediately she triggers my DL panic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I've met this man before. He is 100% married, and we are not going down that motherfucking path, because we do not, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Girl, yes, over here, my house. Not my house. Child, when Vanity, <laughs> grabbed, when Vanity grabbed that crotch, I said, oh, wait a minute. Is that what you, that's what you text me that they get away with everything on the BBC. No, okay, so let's talk about this, this thing, because God bless the BBC, because they may not win no cash, but these girls were full on in, in male geese talking about railing the pussy, going yeah. straight up the shark. I was uh -huh. like, what is going on? And I realized, I was like, oh, the BBC lets them say more. That's why yes. when they edited the fuck out of a whore, it didn't make sense. Right. Because the yeah. BBC will let you say, girl, I was fucking on top of a grave in a children's cemetery. Oh, my God! The B <laughs> oh, my God! I didn't <laughs> okay, girl. Um... <laughs> They'll let you say whatever you want, but guess what? You're not winning no prizes. So, Manny Belongo. <laughs> the BBC will let you say that. Because didn't the other girl, uh, what's her face? Um, a charity case popped up there talking about bestiality. Yes, child. <laughs> she's yes, fucking pigs. talking about fucking pigs. I said, okay, Miss Girl. It's good. It's, uh, she, talked, she said she was uh, two pigs, one guy. Or one guy, two pigs. Yes. I said, no, Miss Thing. We're we, we doing a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing a lot. <laughs> uh, the standout of these groups, just uh, just off of the break, I've written down only Vanity. Scarlett killed it, had the entire room fucking rolling. And you know, when she was performing, uh, she was performing very aggressively. <laughs> it was low-key giving MAGA. But, um, I live for it. But um, I said, she is killing this challenge and I can't wait to see if she makes a smart choice for the snatch game 
how she does. Because the, the girl has the mouth on her and she has the ability to be, you know, over the top and comical as the snatch game requires. So I would love to see what she gives based on the choice. Because, you know, the girls will go on there and pick some shit that don't fit the, uh, their personality, Miss Cleo. Yeah. And then it shows uh, in the final product. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Crystal looks like the gang member that they make go get the food for everybody else. Uh, Crystal was kind of a flop for me. Oh, very much so a flop. Very much so a flop. I did enjoy Veronica's character because <laughs> it was she was the, the nerdy guy who is very into the kink scene. Like, very. Mm-hmm. But is also like, into cleanliness and is sanitized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got the juxtaposition. I understood the character development. I love how in these mini challenges, Veronica somehow feels like she's misunderstanding the assignment, but then yet it always kind of works. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think she misunderstood the assignment at all. That character read as butch to you? <laughs> well, shit, at, at a certain point, once, look, Kitty got up there and First of all, Kitty was fucking hysterical. <laughs> Kitty, when they were when they were drawing it, I was like, why are they drawing it out? Did she fall? Did she fucking fall? This bitch gets up there. She's like, yo, bro, 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 bro. bro. You know, I don't do masculinity very well. Um gets my gets behind the little thing and has a high pitched voice. Right. Hi, Christmas. But the, the creme de la creme, the, the, the piece of resistance of that entire performance is her miscongeniality quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, RuPaul goes, you know, uh, Chris, what is your perfect day? And she goes, April 25th, because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. You just need a light jacket. <laughs> I said, you go ahead, Miss Kitty. I told you she's my comedy girl. I can't wait to see what she does in the snatch game, too. Unless we get a Lawrence Cheney situation. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Because that is also a possibility. Well, and then lastly, we got Miss Ella Bidet, who uh, gave us the um, butch fantasy everybody has been asking for. Did you notice she, she said builder's bum and not plumber's pet? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. Cheers. Anyway, the winner of this week's challenge is Miss Scarlett Harlot, and I, I definitely agree with that decision. And she gets 15 ex extra seconds to participate in this week's maxi challenge, which is Let's Go Camping, where the dolls have to create two, count them, two looks. One, they have, I'll let you talk about what the looks are. But for this particular challenge, I find this very exciting and fitting because one, British drag is constantly, is um, regularly categorized as camp, mm -hmm. as camp drag. And what's also cool about this is, in 2019 was the Camp Met Gala. And that sparked a lot of conversations with people, mostly non-queer people, around what actually is camp because a lot of people really misunderstood the motherfucking assignment at that Camp Met Gala. So I was very, very excited for, um, and have you, have you seen that video of Lala Milan? No. For the camp, so for the camp, she has, she's an uh, online comedian. Uh, and for the, camp Met, for the Camp Met Gala, she had a parody video of her wearing a tent. <laughs> as a dress so immediately oh, yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i don't know why i don't know why lala didn't because i just always call her lala there's, there's eight million fucking uh online comedians you know that girl uh what's that child's name uh nicole the, the skinny girl funny looking one she got she got a little show on netflix uh netflix wow snapchat now anywho uh, 
all I have to say, for those very reasons, I was very excited to get into this week's runway. Yeah. So the prompt, as you said before, one, the first look has to be a camping look. Um, and then the second one, because this is essentially a mini ball, right? right. So the first look is a, a camping look. And then the second one is a, an eleganza look. And they have to make it out of the supplies that are given to them in the workroom. Um, Scarlett Harlot, since she won the mini challenge, gets to go first. Um, and she runs over and dabs her head first, grabbing shit, almost killed herself. Um, and the other girls follow suit. Uh, my question is, well, first... Yeah, my question, I, I always think about what would be the first thing that I would think to grab. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a seamstress, so I don't know. <laughs> um, if we want to put together, you'd be asking me to throw in tips. I'd, be, bro, I'd be running over there grabbing everything that looked like cloth that I could find. I'd be like, okay. Let me. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing, too. Like, you, I'm glad you brought that up because we're big girls. Right. And I always wonder, so I always wonder, like, how much is, like, actually made available, okay, girl, how much is actually made available to the dolls, because imagine two big bitches being up there, and it's not enough fabric. Right, right. It's at least three yards for me to make a shirt. Yeah, and also thinking about, um, also thinking about, uh, the, the the way that the material will work with the child with the doll right. you know what i mean because some right. stuff ain't it is it is not friendly to movement it's not movement exactly friendly, you know so right you so immediately it. i'm pulling blankets bitch okay you hot glue that shit on and then start twirling down the runway and it just falls the fuck off right 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 or it just looks cheap especially yeah. the kind of material so. that they have to use because it's um it's all like like um i, I didn't see any neoprene there but uh it's just it's camping materials. It's not meant for fashion. Yeah, I mean, and so it makes sense that uh, it makes sense that <laughs> I was about to say it makes sense that Lala pumped down there with the bag stapled to uh, <laughs> stapled to a. Uh, you know, to this day, I still think Lala. The next day, rolled around, she looked in the room and she stopped what she was doing and she started <laughs> learning the word. That <laughs> uh, to, uh, to this day, I mean, she probably looked. She said, "Okay." So not a call, not a whole lot of messes in here. All right, all right, fuck it. Run me that iPod. <laughs> okay, okay. First things first. Let me do this. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm so fancy. And okay, on this part, I'm gonna do a split. I'm right okay. Back. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> so the girls are getting <laughs> shit together. Um, and the <clears throat> so the first half of like challenge prep, the girls are talking to each other. Um. I think that is interesting. <laughs> I finally do get time to look solely at Ella Day and commit her face to memory. Um, when she's talking and she's talking about how she's never worked with anything that wasn't stretch fabric. And I was like, right. Mm, all right, it's going to be a challenge. Um, Stretches Jacqueline's turn, four-way stretch. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Um, and then we uh, get to... <sighs> I'm trying to save the trauma for last because that's that part. Um, but... yeah. <laughs> well can we can we appreciate that there is more than one working sewing machine in the workroom absolutely absolutely and i <laughs> when, when you text me that earlier because you text me that and i was like well girl <laughs> four minutes after the camera turned all them shits broke girl i just saw each one individually at their sewing machine charity and kitty was kicking and sewing at the same time i ain't ever watched the u.s edition of drag race and seen multiple bitches sewing at the same time right yeah yeah, so that's good. Um, 
let's just get into it. Okay, so we're yeah, 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 because there's a lot of just filler. <laughs> yeah, so we got we got Kitty talking to Charity Case, right? Um, and Charity um Case brings up the fact that she is HIV positive, uh, and she brings up how she contracted the virus, which was in a a very um traumatic uh manner, um, and which she I believe and correct me if I'm wrong, she was taken advantage of, right? So she got several. What she say, yeah several STDs and STIs, including HIV. Um, and she talks about how she, you know, has spent time not feeling uh, beautiful and the stigma that comes along with it. And we've talked a bit about this before, how um, we have the privilege of living in an era where um, HIV is treatable. Uh, however, that doesn't uh, change the trauma of contracting it. It doesn't mean that uh people are less ignorant about the disease because we still aren't relatively and i we aren't that far away from the hiv epidemic right mm. um we are that far away from that we are that far away from uh <laughs> tv shows like girlfriends completely mishandling the virus thousands um where you got Joan ready to burn down her whole house because <laughs> her hiv positive right herself with a Joan was like Right, Joan said, get the flamethrower. Right, right, in all earnestness, and then try to cover it up as a joke. Uh, so, yeah, we are that we are that far away from those things. And so there's a lot of um, ignorance, and there's a lot of shaming, and there's a lot of uh, violence towards folks who are positive. And Charity uh, elaborates on that, that um, how that has played in her life, right? How that has functioned in her life up until this point. Um, and I do think that it is important to hear those stories. It is important also to hear more HIV positive people talk about what being undetectable actually means because um, there's another point of ignorance. Um, yeah, and it's important to hear those, those narratives from people who are positive um, in first person. And so I'm glad that she had that space. Um, I'm glad that Kitty was a, a good receptive person to be around. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I like when they kind of wrapped up the conversation and um, Charity told Kitty, she said, you're awesome. And Kitty was like, I know I am. The way that that is something that I would say right up out my mouth at the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very receptive, listen, and supportive. Supportive. But that is some shit that Pickle Toes would say right up out his mouth. <laughs> okay. So, um, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. It was a really good bonding experience. And you know, I'm um, I, and I always appreciate the humanizing moments for the girls, and I also appreciated that they weren't shoehorning eight million of them in at the same time. Right, really focused around. So has anyone else? Right, right. <laughs> no duplicate. Remember, no duplicate stories. Anyone else with body problems? You. I see a mole over there. Body problems. No. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, it was really focused around uh, Charity Case, and we got the full story. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and to contracted at eighteen. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, so they have that moment. Uh, and then we turn to RuPaul coming in with Rachel Dolezal. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Dolezal is there to help people um, with their makeup. Uh, I wish they would stop bringing her in there. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that. Because so you, something that you said to me is that you don't like Raven's uh, makeup chats with the girls. Why is I don't, that? because I don't generally find, I don't particularly find Raven's um, participation in the workrooms useful. I mean, I, re I 
Beckon back to a time that Matthew used to do something similar with the girls. Mm-hmm. But Matthew bought pictures and it was a very intentional mo- and maybe it's just the way that they chop up the editing and it's a part of uh, it's a part of like doing the walkthroughs and uh, the kiki, but like I when I as a viewer and seeing what has been put together, I don't see anything that's been made useful for the dolls to apply for themselves. Yeah. Maybe they've gotten more, but I I just I prefer to see her behind the scenes. I mean, yeah, yeah, and, and it, it, that's no shade to Raven. I think I'm uh, good for good for everything that Raven's been able to accomplish. I mean, you participate on Drag Race twice, and now you're doing the head bitches makeup, and you are uh, what does she want an Emmy for it? Yeah, she's won an Emmy for it. She's an yeah, she's she's won an Emmy for it. But when they start trotting, the same way when they pulled out Vanessa Beijing material talked to the bitches about Snatch Game. Well, it's different because Raven actually knows what she's talking about. Well, yeah, right. Yes, yes. But also, it's like sometimes it's just fun. Like it's it's not a walkthrough that I'm I'm particularly excited to see because we see her all of the time. Yeah, and I mean I do miss when Drag Race had more of an aspect of drag camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right, 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 right. Matthew you know? in, uh, season two. Matthew mm-hmm. came out, had photos of all of the girls. And said, okay, this is this is what I'm seeing is the issue with the girl that, that um that's being painted and showing on the runway. Here's yeah. how you fix those things. And they could take that away with them. It's just kind of it's I, I mean, she's a drag race legend, so I'm sure the kids go up for it, but I don't find a to- whole bunch of robustness out of that experience. But I'm not there, so who knows? Maybe yeah, maybe I'm yeah, just a fidgety yeah. old bitch. Yeah, but it, I get you because it was also like the girls had consultations around like something that would improve their craft. Right. Whereas when Raven, Raven is giving like just many tips to the girls, but it right. isn't, it isn't focused. It isn't anything like, for instance, you know, uh, Kitty talks about nose contouring and Raven's just like, okay, well, do this, this, and this. And it, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because you know, Matthew, when Matthew was like, okay, so this is what I've seen you do on the runway. And this is yeah. how, it, this is how the camera catches it on television. Right. Exactly. This is exactly. what will help you uh, when we, because we know that stage makeup for drag queens is very different than um, makeup for the, the TV screen. Right. right. And then as when you the, talk about, I'm sorry, finish your statement. I no, I was just saying, and that's why that was helpful that Matthew was doing that because it was giving them tips um, to transition, especially when we're talking about in the early days of drag race where girls really were not aware of how. <laughs> right. You know, that's why the, that's why all the black girls were coming on on the screen looking orange. And so, and and to that point about the black girls, you think about a girl like Vanity Milan, who love her dearly, could use the makeup help. Yes, and I'm a new drag queen who's been doing this for a year. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to ask you. Yeah. So it'd be really, really helpful. Again, maybe this part of this conversation we didn't see, but if she came in and said, "Okay, so this is what I've been noticing based on your presentation," this would have been really useful for you. Especially yeah. since the bitch has a makeup show coming out. That would have been great publicity. I would have loved to plug for Raven's uh, makeup show. If that's what, what the right, if that's what the consultation actually was. Right. So so yeah, so that's that. Um I wish that we just said that we wish it was a little bit more. Um the girls are also talking about their outfits. Veronica Green is pulling out this hell of an outfit. Um, <laughs> I also think she's been to help everybody in the room, and then she uh got this to help her that she's trying to put together, right? Okay, because what she ended up on the runway with looked like it was straight from the <laughs> studio of Jocelyn Fox. So, uh, they didn't have a necklace, it was missing a necklace, but it was wah, wah. From the Jocelyn Fox studio. Don't do, don't do that. And first of all, the wake up was not metallic, so don't do it. <laughs> she Baby. did not throw up on the side. It was given Kingston get a the Kingston get a box. So she said, she said, she said look at him. 
<laughs> door number. <laughs> God bless Jocelyn Fox. The true Miss Congeniality of season very seven. Bad. Very bad. Very, very sweet. Love that um, So, yeah, Veronica's pulling out these outfits. I am interested in what Charity Case is going to do because I know that she uh, creates. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, the girls I was looking for in this were, like, Charity Case because I know she creates um i was somewhat interested to see what crystal can do because she kind of is like a a a, a, a prodigy if you will because mm-hmm. she's so young and she's she's very put together right right um, we also Lena missing don't know how to sew so this is a point of contention that comes up in the um right she doesn't know how to sew and uh untucked mm-hmm. um and i'm going to defend her when we get to that but um so yeah we see that uh Another point that I want to we see, we also see in terms of Crystal, we also see when she's putting her outfit together, some pieces are looking very similar Baby. to things that we have seen before, um, which comes up later, because she does put on an eyepiece at some point, and it looks very much like Aquarius ball look with yeah. the lightning, um, with the lightning strips. So, yeah, the girls are just getting it together. There's nothing like major that happens in the walkthroughs um, necessarily, other than uh, the the situation with Charity Case and then um, Raven coming and dispensing her knowledge. Raven seemed kind of like out of it. Like, I don't know what- And that was the other thing. Like, does Raven even want to do it? Like, Child, it was like Raven just ate a corner of an edible and they were like, okay, girl. And she's right. like, okay. So there were, <laughs> it was just a lot of shots of Raven just like looking off into the distance. Right, where her, uh, uh... Titties contour, but no robustness in them titties. Uh, <laughs> she always does that. So, but that's that's the prep, really. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of like just sewing. It was a lot of B roll and mm-hmm. a lot of checking in with the girls. But let's get into the runway. Let's. You know, I noticed there wasn't nobody missing. Um, wasn't nobody missing Victoria? We didn't get a single. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> we didn't get a single. Like, oh dang, Victoria's not here. We didn't get none of that. When they first announced it, but we didn't get like a you know we wanted a we wanted a real bitch. We wanted to see a real episode one and two of Victoria Stone. We wanted to see her getting on the plane to come to Drag Race, and we didn't get that. We wanted to see her getting into the Uber, getting out the Uber, coming to the hotel, going to the um to the hospital. Hell, on top model, we got tons of hospital shots. Susan Child, it was good for a hospital shot. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Well, just so you know, if you don't come to judging tonight, we're sending you home. Exactly. Then we don't have because you got sick. Shout it's out given, Adrian Curry. Is uh, given Matthew knows. Yes. <laughs> uh, to be fair, there's if I recall correctly, there's only one season where they were going to do that. That was season one, and they said it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, Adrian." Uh-uh, 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 when uh-uh. Danielle, they was about to let her have it when she got sick overseas. Did they? I have to go back to yes. that episode. I don't know. Danielle got sick and they were praising her for going through it. And they were going to let her have it if she did not. Did they actually say they were going to send her home? They said they were sending Adrian home. It was going to be, it wouldn't have been fair for the girls. I said, I, what? They already did the photo shoot. <laughs> and y'all already shooting this in some sort of hotel basement. So you might as well just uh, ring up the, the monitor up in that room and give her the charges. <laughs> they didn't have money for all that. Girls, you they surely didn't. The way that Tyra Banks was calling in favors. <laughs> Tyra was Hey Miss J. No girl, we ain't got a budget to pay you. So you just <laughs> one way lessons up in the Laquita Inn uh, ballroom AC. That'd be really, really helpful. <laughs> so let's get 
getting to the runway. RuPaul comes out. Um, Looking a goddamn. He looks nuts. Uh, mug beats. Mug <laughs> beats. Um, but this wig. <laughs> and what is so gaggy about this dress is the dress is beautiful, but not as refined as I would love to see Ru in. She has the cutouts, what I was, which is what I was asking for. But it, the the her the body proportions of her other padding just seemed off. She, you know, she she looked like uh, um, Ivy Winters during that first runway challenge. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you it, remember that wig that Ivy wore? Yeah, that was that was the cut of the wig. Yes, it was exact. Very the mom. Very yes, it was giving very much. So let me speak to a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the runway category is happy camp. <laughs> Jamal, before we get into this. What would you say this prompt calls for? Is uh, uh, the first run or the second run? The first run. Go on camping. That's what I thought it was. The bitches, you know, it's camp, camp drag. Okay, Go cool. Just wanted to make me know. So the first one out Oh, because none of these bitches was consistent. A couple with... of girls who were taking uh, that up for interpretation. Up, up, up. Because the first doll out is Miss Crystal Versace giving us a Girl Scout in this gorgeous green uh, dress mm-hmm. with her Girl Scout badges and her sash. The wig is whipped beautifully. I love the accents of the beret. I think she looks absolutely spectacular tonight. Yeah, she looks um, And she benefited from being the first because I was getting nervous. Mm. Well, I think she also helped to set my expectation of what, you know, what we could yeah. be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And so she has much. She has a little bit more of a, a classic fashion take on it. And then Kitty Scott Claus comes out, and it's a little bit more Camp Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. or Troop, Troop Beverly Hills. I love this edition of the Kitty Scott uh, Lost uh, map. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yes, I love all of the details on this. The 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 contrast of the yellow, um, but in that traditional sort of beigey taupe. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, what do we call it now? Like this beige top in, in this dress. I wanted to call it like a specific type of thing to camping, but I can't think of it. Um, she does a little pointing thing that River Medway does. Mm-hmm. And the face is given Darian Lake. <laughs> and because Darian Lake is painted, and so is Miss Kitty. She's yeah. giving very, very camp. And I think I actually prefer Kitty's to Crystal's. Really? Yeah, I like the con- I like the contrast. I like um I prefer. That she, I like that she's playing into the big camp. It's really, really fun. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I still like Crystal's better. Yeah, well. Up next is River Medway. Uh, River Medway is wearing a very interesting piece. And just as an FYI, I fully expected this to be the night that River went home. Um, but River sews. Um, so she's wearing mosquito netting and a dress made of mats. Now, I think this is genius. Because I was worried after Kitty also came down in a Girl Scout outfit that we were going to get 8,000 Girl Scout outfits. The, the girls would do it. I love that she decided to try something different and, and incorporate the mosquito net, netting around her face. What I wish was clear was the map. Yeah, so I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like that there, were no, there was no padding. I did yeah. not like the, the that asymmetrical that odd asymmetrical, it wasn't even asymmetrical, that odd cut yeah. of the dress. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, 
I did not. I, the maps may have been a cute idea, but it didn't hit the way that I feel like she wanted it to hit. Well, that's the um, thing. I feel like it would have hit if she had Kitty's map. Mm-hmm. That would have made more sense. Because I, I didn't know it was maps until she said it, and then we got an up-close view. Yeah. So and, in terms of, like, the idea, yes. Execution and presentation, see. No, it didn't give it to me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed where she was going with it, so I appreciate that. That happens. <laughs> up next is this charity case, and she's given us a killer bunny at camp. Um, and I this is like when this. I text you: Is this bitch gonna be a murderer, murderer. every time she on the runway? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I appreciate that she wants to be creative every week, and this is her form of expression. Um, I don't like it. I think this could be a little bit more judged, and this is something a critique that some of the um, some of the spooky girls need to take to heart a little bit more. Is that you can do it, and it can be a little crude, but also it needs to sort of have some intention to it. If that makes any sense, yeah, it could be pulled together. It can be, right. like, a, you know, it can be because also, did you clock that her boy hair was coming out in the back? No, it's, it was just so busy, and I was trying to call what was a bodysuit? What did she actually paint on? It was giving Nino Benini Brown. <laughs> it was giving Nina Bonita Brown during the episode when she was a bunny rabbit, and she got sent to the house. Hey, babe. Um, right. <laughs> um, I, I appreciate that she's true to herself, but she does it to diversify her portfolio and tighten it up. Yeah. And yeah. tighten it up, and it's the same thing for Miss River Medway. The, the package is almost there, but there's a there's a pieces to it, you know, to make it perfect for Driver. Um, I don't even know what, the, what Theresa May thought. Here's oh. the thing. For those who watch Dracula, yes. if you're not going to give me Victoria Black, Victoria Elizabeth Black, if you're not going to give me that level of, of, of precision, yeah. you know what I mean? Because that's the gold standard for me. Yeah. She was absolutely um, supportive. No, Dahlia was great too. Dahlia was great too. Uh Cider was great too. You know what I mean? Yes. We've had a and lot. You don't feature it. her, but bitch putting when uh, towards the end when she started getting it together. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Right. She she um she she earned her win. Um, I'm gonna revisit season two this weekend. I I decided. But um right. yeah, I just Victoria is just, she's my bitch from Dragon. Yeah, so absolutely. if you, if you're not gonna give me that level, um, when you calling yourself a spooky bitch, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you gotta pull it in, make it well, right, make give, it right. Give me some I'll diversity. Give, I'll I'll say this: Victoria Elizabeth Black is also a special effects artist by trade. So yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So we do need we do need to throw that. <laughs> um, so I don't know what Sharice May was given. And exactly. this is when I said I'm done with this brown black. <laughs> I, I thought, that, oh, she's doing a bird situation. And then I just kept zooming in on the. She has the fucking harness. She has shin guards on for some fucking reason. Did Shariza know what she was wearing down the runway? I would have thrown Shariza in the bottom in this episode and motherfucking River. Those were my bottoms. Really? I didn't think River. I thought River was, was rightfully safe. Mm, no, because Shariza keep um not doing the assignment, and I need her to be in the bottom. Well, we need to. We're gonna uh, get into Shariza and this being able to uh, buy your way in with personality. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So we got about the tea of coffee and all the way. <laughs> and they straight up saying too, girl. Uh, we'll get to it, Jaja. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, Shariza, boot. Uh, up next, oh. Cadness Aberdeen. Yes, uh, Harlan Scott. This is really when the girls, <laughs> the girls, were uh, 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 interpreting this runway a whole different way. Because what is going on here? She said she's she's uh, Cadness Aberdeen going camping. She thinks I she said, is Joan. She want to be Joan Jet so bad. I said when she when that came out, I said you know what? Okay, I guess I guess <laughs> we've gone from camping to just things that we've seen in the woods okay right <laughs> which is fine if it seems like it is connected or judged enough where i can go okay i can see your point of view uh, but then we have some instances where it appeared that the outfit was i had something i needed to use exactly. it and this happened exactly. to be the week it's giving very much so after a night of hook exactly i'm just gonna roll <laughs> a story on this shit and it's <laughs> Yeah, it's we'll it's giving very much so this is an homage to the Australian firefighter. Girl. <laughs> so Betty Milan comes out and Michelle reads her for this look, but, but, but. So she's wearing this blue, and for me, this robe jacket thing she's wearing is supposed to be like a tent, like a strappy backpack, uh, parachute t- type situation. Where I think she falters is this body. So a lot of designers have taken uh, reference from camp and sportswear, um, athleisure, uh, that sort of thing, and have uh, made it fashion. So that's what I thought she was going with it. But it looked like she threw a leg avenue bodysuit under that. It it completely took me out of the illusion. She reminds me of a Cena Mandela where that's what a Cena Mandela does. She's very Nike. Uh, and that would have worked for me had it been a lot more um, high fashion and in like a Rick Owen sort of situation, but it just didn't get. Yeah, no, the bodysuit did not go with, with everything else that was At going all. on. I have a, a freeze frame in my face, and is the bodysuit don't go with the the that coat that that throw yeah. that she got on, and then the necklace, and then these two just big pouches, girl. Like, right. take a minute to look at yourself. Does this right. look? Right, because I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, the the, the throw jacket fierce, the big duffel worked. If it was something more sporty, she would have maybe done like a um. Hell, this this would have been where some pum pum shorts would have been acceptable. It was a mess. Okay. And like a course, like some sort of corset top situation. But this looked like she just threw a bunch of shit. Like the boots, I'm not mad at. Yeah. She maybe should have. She only been on drag for a year, and it's been showing. Um, <laughs> we have Miss Your Girl Ella Vade giving us Jane from Tarzan and uh, Butterfly Catcher, proficient Ginger Men's Watch Out. I'm not going up for no colonizing outfit, so no. Okay, and then lastly, we have uh, 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 Veronica Green and her sleeping bag. Okay, so let's talk about this. Was it sleep? I thought she was also drunk. Was it what? Well, we need to talk about the girls in the drunk storyline. <laughs> it's tired. Because it's 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 very tired. Um, if I remember correct, who did that last season? Was that Sister Sister? Karen did it. Sister Sister's down there. Karen did it. Um, bag of chips when she was doing Amy Winehouse, Priyanka. Um, it's a storyline that's tired. It's been told. It's a tale of all the fucking time. Come up with something different. Mm-hmm. And Veronica's supposed to be given, like, it's the day after, uh, you know, a, a wild night at Coachella. 
uh, because the backpack, the sleeping bag is actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the strappy details on it. This is something that uh, Vanity outfit could have benefited from to sell that sportswear mm-hmm. thing. Um, something about Veronica is she, she, I think she has a lot of good ideas. The execution is not always there. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have uh, a, the certain essence where she can just throw it on and do it like she has to go over a little bit more for it to work so boot on this you know this i was drunk the night after storyline read a bag did it read a bag did it yeah a lot of the girls have done it it's just tired it's tired. yeah it's and tired. uh the outfit's cute it's just not not in this execution okay so that was uh how, how are we feeling it was what it was. Crystal dog walked the girls and Kitty got yeah. claws. Kitty's got claws was a nice second for me. Yes, I enjoy Kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the Eleganza category, darling. Mm-hmm. That is Camp Fire Couture Eleganza. First up is Aquaria Jr., Miss Crystal Versace in this pointed corset tartan realness with the slick back hair. So she comes out and she's wearing that that mask piece. Do you think she knew that she was basically giving us Aquaria? I mean, I think that when you think about the fact that these girls were seeing Drag Race, especially when you talk about younger queens who kind uh-huh. of been raised alongside Drag Race, um, it's a pretty big reference to not uh, recognize. Right. Um, however, I will say this. Um, Aquarius look was fierce. Yeah. Crystal's look is fierce. Yeah. Um, I think that it where it really I don't I don't have as much of a problem with it as the judges tried to make it seem and it was giving me producer storyline. Oh, um, very, very that and we'll get into that in the judging because it's not I don't feel like the judging was correct tonight. Yeah, but um, I think that I think that the only thing that really like was like, oh, we've seen this before. It was the eyepiece when she, but she lost that. I thought exactly. Was, I thought it was right. a fierce outfit. I really liked it. Um, I, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed her outfit. I did not mind that the eyepiece looked like Aquarius Thunderbolt, but right. whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, Miss Crystal Versace is wearing this uh, pointed corseted garment. She constructed this with the help of some of the other girls. Um, the tartan looks fantastic the uh it's just, she made it from a blanket and with tip poles so even though she might not be a uh she's not a sewer she does understand construction mm-hmm. which is a huge part of being able to put together garments because you know <laughs> me an amateur so uh you you find you do find yourself constantly looking at garments and going okay how can i deconstruct this and make this into something else yeah. um she looks she looks she looks fantastic i i am wavering on the girls just putting stuff on courses yeah, but I mean, at least make it special. And so in this case, I don't mind it because it mm-hmm. was made special and it was created around the corset. I, I right. have a problem when you still, when you even still see the fucking corset and you see the stuff which is tacked onto it. Right. right. Um, but, you know, we'll always take uh, straight up from scratch than any, uh, over anything else. <laughs> up next is Kitty Scott Gloss giving us Barbarella realness in this quilted uh, scoochie dress. Needing pads. 
Well, we've, we've discussed this on multiple occasions. She looks she's about to topple over at all times. Uh, regardless, <laughs> I think she looks good. I think the wig is nice. I like that the wig is um, braided at the top. Did it give me fever? No. But I do appreciate her joy in creating the garment for herself. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, is absolutely. always nice to see that. So two for Miss Kitty Scott Claus. Up next, we have... Ribbon. So you didn't like this dress on River Midway? It was cute. I mean, she looked cute. Her makeup looked nice. The wig looked nice on her. Um, she she should have been in the bottom for this. I thought she should have been in the bottom off of the strength of that first look. This look was all right. It, <laughs> it still didn't give it to me, but it was cute. I actually quite enjoyed it. So Miss River Medway has come out in this orange dress that she's made out of a blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the pointed details in the front. She does need to start padding to start filling some of these garments out. Or it should have been higher. So it would have been a lot less boy chest. Regardless, she's still serving me this um, early, this is the early 19th, 19th, 20th century, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like movie usher, flight attendant. It still has some sort of a modern futuristic-ass details in this top. I love the print in this. It fits her beautifully, the hat and the accessory. It looks good. It looks really, really good. And I, I expected River to not do great in this challenge, and I think she looks fantastic. I think River has a lot of good ideas. Um, and I think when she starts to refine them and judge them, she will be, she'll be a force to reckon with. Okay. Up next, we have Shariza May uh, giving us full Bond villain in this this uh, turtleneck blanket dress. Um, Girl. I think the dress looks fine. Girl. You don't like the dress? This homely-ass dress. There's nothing special about the dress. As I said, the dress looks fine. I didn't say it was the, the next thing in fashion. I don't want it to look fine. I want it to be amazing. Like, make it special. Girl, this homely ass, and you threw an eye patch on, bitch. Girl, no. She had no, a story. She no. had a story. Fuck her story, okay? <laughs> she, after a night of hooking, she got jizz in her eye. Um, I think she looks beautiful. I think the dress looks perfectly fine. I think it's a dress that she very clearly made. An adequate dress. We don't have time for no adequate. Weren't you the one going up for RuPaul telling these bitches last season... We ain't got time for this basic ass shit no more. Okay. But did I say that it Bring was it. did I say that it was the the end all and be all in fashion? I no, I did not. I said it was proficient. I don't think that it deserved the dragging that it got on the, the judging panel. The same way this next dress is beautiful and well made, but it's not the end all and be all of fashion. Who oh oh you talking about Scarlet. Oh the Harlot, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's just... The only reason she got such fierce, great critiques on this dress is because she looked like Cher. Yeah, RuPaul was living for the fact that it gave a a Cher homage. I mean, it was also beautiful. It was very just, like, clean and precise. It was good. My problem with Scarlett is I want her makeup to be better. I want Um, her makeup to be better. better. I want the wigs to be better and this posture. Yeah, and the posture better. Because she's actually kind of tall. She's tall. She has this sort of waist. She's a waist. She could look like a run. This, and I don't normally go and get into this, but she could give us a runway model's posture. Mm-hmm. She could be much more elegant, especially because that's what some of her drag lends to. Yeah, and it, it, she just always looks like a, a the young new ingenue who hasn't quite been through finishing school yet. And it's not like it's funky. It's just like, come on, girl, I need I need that part that presentation to match the drag chat. Well, I think, yeah, and I also, we can talk about this more judgment, but I, I think there's some other stuff as to why they popped up Scarlet. 
But let's go to the next person. Who's we don't win? want Crystal to win a third match. Exactly. Um, <laughs> regardless, the plaid dress is beautiful. I enjoyed that she did it off the shoulder. I thought that was... Um, I was wondering why she was asking so many questions around paneling mm-hmm. when I couldn't see where the panels were being added. So I, I, I'll go back and revisit this particular garment. But Veronica did help that bitch very much so because uh, Veronica made a point that I need to start remembering. You mm-hmm. make the garment too big, it's easy to take in. If you make it too small, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And she clearly took the instructor. She looked, the dress looks beautiful, but is it the end all be all? Absolutely not. Yeah. Also, this is one of those things where I'm like, this is one of those things where y'all let the skinny girls get away with murder. <sighs> it's one of those things. So, very Malone comes out, and I have a couple of thoughts. Why? Did you skip charity? I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Why is she not in my role? I have a role of photos. Where is she at? Anyway, well, Charity Case is giving you... Charity is wearing a, a yellow and white picnic blanket corset. She did make the corset. She did make a note to say that uh, Miss Charity made the corset. The hat, the whole entire thing reminded me of Jimbo meets Kiara for that first challenge. Kenneth <laughs> Drag Race, you remember? Meets Nina Bonina Brown being unfinished. Yes, very that. And this is going to be an issue with me and like with her, and it's just not done and not judged. And that is why he was safe tonight on top. Um, My bad. Thank you for clocking that because I surely did not notice. Um, Vanity Milan comes out. A couple things. One, Vanity needs to start wearing styled wigs (laughs) one way. The, uh, so far, her best wig has been that braided one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because these orange wigs, these red wigs are not doing her any favor. She is a beautiful, beautiful girl. Um, this dress would have been better if the entire corset was covered mm-hmm. um, with that rope. And if the ropes, and you might just be at the mercy of how much material is available. It could have looked like Roxy Andrews' dress from um, the Sugar Ball, mm-hmm. but shorter. Like a like a uh, Roxy heart with an African twist situation. That would have been fierce. Because the skirt, huh? Nothing, nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> the orange skirt under here is a mess. It's it it's, it looks like a, um, looks like she was just trying to cover her ass, uh, but it really takes away from the work that she's done on that main bodice piece that the, the cups can still use some work but that everybody's a seamstress we know also when you wear that Tamishi Iman uh, necklace things happen she looked like shit next person <laughs> so the next person is Miss Ella Bidet and she comes down in this plaid short um, jumper dress and this yellow raincoat with the pointy sleeves and she gets red for it because it's not I mean is it the best thing in the whole wide world no but for me I think her presentation I think her character is kind of Kelly Bundy and so it reminds me a little bit of Cher Horowitz from Clueless um it's kind of 90s but also futuristic in a way too so I didn't hate it actually I enjoyed it I did not like the constant comparing the plaid dress yeah, so uh, this is this is my thing with Ella. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing special, right? There's nothing. There was nothing that just jumped out to me, right? Right. But I did enjoy. I did quite enjoy the uh, pop of this coat. 
on her. Mm. Um, and if you add more details to it, it would have been even more fair. And then uh, I don't know what Miss Veronica was thinking when she came out in this outfit, but um, it's a mess. I will say this. <laughs> there we go. Well, you know, I believe that anything, if you edit it, can be made better. Uh, So judging off of the presentation today, no, it's a boot. I think that the dress needed to be more fitted. I think that the detail, there should have been a stronger attention to detail. So if you're going to have those little small pieces at the top, it needs to either go to the very bottom or those bottom little sheets of like napkin that she had down there shouldn't have been as wrinkled as they were. And that's what you get for helping 1,500 bitches and not helping yourself out. The wig was flat. And this is what I was talking about a moment, a moment ago when I was saying Veronica has these ideas but doesn't have, she needs to go the extra mile to make sure she's executing them perfectly and she's not doing that in this particular look. So boot. Veronica, what is the concept, okay? The, the, the fucking kite on your back looked look tacky the that dress with the butcher paper looking tacky why is why and why did you paint your head black why this wig why are your hands black right what are you looking what what is what this is what what i'm saying i feel like she wants to be more avant-garde than she actually is she's a classic girl girl she needs to stick to she needs to stick to zhuzhin up them prom dresses that she got (laughs) That is her lane. You thought she made the prom dress from last week. Girl, um, yeah. zhuzh up in prom dresses. That's exactly what I'm saying about her. She's, she wants to be a little, a lot more funky and avant-garde than she actually is. And it just doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, girl, it ain't no problem. And it ain't, there's no problem in having a basic aesthetic. Okay, a red wig and a silver dress, Miss Thing, and keep it popping. <laughs> right. But even then, Miss Davina the Campo gave us some some uh, moments. Look, Davina had money. Okay, so you right about that. You right about that. So, <laughs> so that was the so that was the runway. That was the runway. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing. This is um, not season two. That's what I'm going to tell you. You said what? No, this well, is well, not season have, two. You said which one? Which design challenge? I'm just saying season two in general. This is not season two. Yeah, what I will say was which was quite refreshing was two looks. Two looks in the, the U.S. edition. It is normally eleven bitches giving us three looks, and we have to review thirty-three looks that are not giving. It's just bitches just trying to get through to the next challenge. Mm-hmm. So it was nice, and this is something that we should probably adopt to just only have two categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so, we, so we get to judging um, River. Uh, Charity and Kitty are sent to the back because they're safe, which means that Crystal, Veronica, Scarlet, Vanity, Ella, and Chorizo are the tops and the bottoms of the week. Can I just say that I love you keep calling that girl Chorizo? Look, what, what, look, she gone next week, okay? Her or River is gone next week. Chorizo. Period. Her or River is gone next week. So... I don't know. The way that Miss Vanity Milan asked me... <laughs> Yeah, Vanity hit, that, Vanity hit that bottom one more time. One more time, right? She ain't going to be able to give us her the way same performance again. Right. Um, so, Crystal, they start with Crystal, and they really are trying to put the ice on Crystal because they immediately went from all that love that they had for her in the first two episodes, which we know in filming was literally three days ago. Right. 
Um, uh, and they put that shit right on ice. Uh, Pierce is uh, uh, giving um, giving who? Who? Uh, who? Not Pierce. Well, I was about to call him Pierce Morgan. Wow, it is Graham Norton. Girl, whatever, Grant Morrison. Okay, it is Tina uh, Burner's baby daddy. Like, <laughs> how do you know that? How do you know that Tina wasn't topping? So, how you know they weren't flip flopping, girl? How did I, 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 I don't, but you the one this baby daddy. In. Um, how you know they didn't adopt, girl? So, anyway, uh, Mocha Steph, Mocha Steph tells Crystal that. <laughs> <laughs> that was crystal that um girl i'm tired of seeing you popping down the right it's boring now and i'm like well god damn wow um, <laughs> immediately it's boring michelle's like we've seen it before da, 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 da. next bitch um <laughs> they tell chorizo well first they get this story out of chorizo um this girl i don't even want to repeat it it was some bullshit that chorizo pulled out it was given it was given from the school of Tia Coffee. Okay. Well, I know oh, I'm up, yes, here. I'm up, here. I'm up here some bullshit this thing and let me try to charm my way out of having a lip sync. Right. Um the they live for uh uh whew, about to call that bitch Veronica. They live for Scarlet. Um they asked her to do a share hair flip. They I thought that she was beautiful. It was everything. It was together. It's clean. Da da da. da. Glorious. But they're also lukewarm on that first one. <laughs> Whereas Crystal had a complete package. <laughs> exactly, and that's why I said Crystal should have won the thing because Crystal had a, a a through line and a run. Right. It was a it was a fashion show. So right. exactly. Um, Vanity. They were like, "Girl, please." Next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ella. They. Liked her first look. They thought that her second look was a little meh. Um, and then we get to Veronica, where they're just like, girl, what the fuck? And Veronica starts crying. Um, you know, I think that I think that Veronica has a lot of pressure on herself for being uh -huh. a queen. Um, and also just like, you know, given the way that she was ousted from season two, which was traumatic in and of itself, and then right. coming back. And um, the top. Yeah, and then also when we know what we know now uh, that Veronica said, she had no time to, she didn't have the privilege. I think we said this last week, she didn't have the privilege of what other girls have where you have a break in between the seasons and you get to see yourself on television and see mm -hmm. where you need to improve. She didn't have that. They started filming season three immediately. Um, and so Veronica was filming season three as season two was airing. So she couldn't even see, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that that is a disadvantage for her. So she, she's a, a bundle of emotions. Um, that's the judging. The girl's going to back. Veronica's still crying. What did you want to say about Charity Case in the back? So if I'm hearing Charity Case basically come for Crystal Versace and her asking for help. <laughs> and essentially saying, well, you didn't make the garments. She did make the garments. Okay. And it was up to the other girls whether they wanted to help her or not. They could have. River Medway Smooth said, uh, that's a construction thing. That's up to you. I'm not going to help you pass that. Okay. Okay. So, you know. It's giving, it's giving, um, it's giving Aja and BB. It's giving, um, uh, it's giving Alexis Michelle. <laughs> everything that she made is supposed to get you up in the top. 
and that's not going to be it for Miss Charity. So and I'm going to respect that it could also be that too, because can be. I get these moments out of these these girls who we, I talked about this in our first episode. It makes me nervous because they start to invalidate and be reductive of the girls who do, who do glamour. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because Charity is assuming. I feel like Charity's assumption is. I should be recognized in the top because I'm right. different than what they're doing. Exactly. But the fact of the matter is Crystal had a clean package. Exactly. It was beautiful. It was exactly. fashion. It was smart. It was excellent work. Yeah. Even hey, you're not going up for a regular, regular um, you, um, Alice in Wonderland ass dress every week. Right. Yeah. Even in your difference, you have to be uh, astonishing and together. Exactly. Girl, you literally came down the runway and a half done dress this week. Right. Right. So, you know, when, when they start doing stuff like that in the back, of like, we, we're not going to invalidate the other girls because, you know, however you might, you and your feelings, because you saved this week, girl, you almost got into the house last week. Okay. You should have been, and, and Scarlett said it to you, you should have been lip syncing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep going, carry on. <laughs> so, girls come back on stage, and we learn that the winner of the week, a drum roll, please breaking the the reign of crystal versace is scarlet harlot yay scarlet and she yay. Scarlett exclaims i forgot about the badge when bruce like oh you want to repeat a badge i um, mean wouldn't you fucking forget about the badge too <laughs> wouldn't you forget about that whack-ass badge too <laughs> yeah so scarlet is the winner good for scarlet um crystal safe uh, Teresa is safe. Uh, Ella yeah, because is of your story. I said, oh, girl. <laughs> right, they straight up say because you told us some bullshit, we are going to keep you safe. Right. The, um, the unprofessionalism. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we wind up with a bottom two of Vanity and Shocker Veronica Green. Um, and at which point I said. <laughs> Child, Veronica's going home, not because vanity is sickening, but because ain't no way in hell Veronica fit to lip sync in this uh, fucking paper mache bag. Yeah, right. I said that I literally said, how's she going to lip sync in that? <laughs> I mean, the girls make it work. Well, um, it's, 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 with varying results, Rockham Soccer was spent the smooth first 15 minutes of SM taking that damn dress off. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, take the shit, you know, you take the dish off and you do what you gotta do. Yeah. So the lip sync song this week is I've Got the Music in Me by the Kiki D band. Um and it's a, it's an older bop. I see that they are leaning towards giving the girls uh older bops. Um that seems to be a common trend on the UK series, though. <laughs> right. You'll get you well, one little doula people that we reach right into 1976. I was about to say that doula people. <laughs> you better get doula people, and the next week is going to be a cover, could be an 80s cover of Don't Leave Me This Way. <laughs> so, um, immediately, <laughs> Vanity is low key doing the same performance she did last week. That's exactly what I saw. Beat for I beat. I was texting you at the time. I was like, beat what for is beat. This beat, beat. Going on? The same performance. Like, literally, she falls into the split at the same second mark. Um, And she's doing her thing. Veronica is uh, lip syncing. I thought that I actually was curious because I thought Veronica was about to turn it up. Um, 
but she is limited. She's, you know, ripping the, the paper, the paper mache everywhere. Is looking a mess. Um, personally, I would have sent both of them home because they did not give me what I needed for this song. Um, and they, and also when you're not giving me what I need and you looking terrible in this outfit, I really just, I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Send them both home, Miss Day. Um, but that's not what happened. Uh, vanity is declared safe and then in my mind I was like hmm what if there's a double save because you know I was sitting to have him <laughs> there's been too much loss Trump tell you both stay girl yeah but that that requires RuPaul to be sad about who went home and we know that RuPaul is nice and not sad so no, RuPaul also been running them girls out all season <laughs> but, and then we also know that this season was filmed in a rush because RuPaul had to hurry up and film something else so <laughs> she's like girl uh <laughs> Get them both out here, Miss. She probably went in. She probably went into the doctor's office with um Victoria. And was like, you know, I'm just trying to chart myself. Um, <laughs> you know, RuPaul went with that same outfit and went to the next recording of drag, whatever Drag Race uh, franchise. Konnichiwa, Drag Race. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, by Mama Ru now on iTunes. Right. Girl, she said it was the edit. <laughs> I don't want Ru to make no more motherfucking songs about the show. No, I need her not to be uh, doing sneak disses at bitches in her songs. Right, okay. I said no RuPaul. No more fucking songs <laughs> referencing parts of the show. It's she giving microaggression. Oh, pit crew. It's giving microaggression down. Okay. Right. Uh, we, ain't get the pit, we ain't seen the pit crew this week. Oh, the group crew. That, look, it's COVID, this thing. You ain't about to see them. The least, but I've already been promised seeing the Brick Crew up on a screen, and that didn't even happen this week. Why are they trying me? <laughs> Why? I do think it's, it was funny when Veronica went in the back, and she was like, not like this. Not in this dress. Not in this way. Getting to how Veronica was drawn out that walking off stage. <laughs> she was drawn the... Thank you for everything. She's just hoping that RuPaul's going to say double face. Just <laughs> <laughs> it. Just hope, I mean, hey, girl, you know, keep Ruth alive. And mm. the RuPaul was like, no, sashay away. And she was like, up, oh, any minute now, up. Oh, right. You can say candy way. Up, oh, I responded to that too. Oh. Right. And then cut to she's taking home a tweeter head. Okay. But I still think a girl coming back next week. You think a girl's coming back next week? Yeah. Mm, maybe midway through the competition. I don't know. I don't know. She's talking about when it's something about Victoria being gone. And then when she said uh, in the preview for next week's challenge, uh, this, I also, uh, next week's challenge is the girl group challenge. And they have a lot to live up to because series Oh, I told series you. Two. I told you. Yeah, the UK about the flop. It's about the flop. They can't. I'm worried about their ability to <laughs> top Bing Bang Bong. Sing, sing, song. Ding, ding, dong. You know, if Veronica was smart, because she knew her outfit was shit, I'm looking at lip sync right now. When she did this, she's doing a, like a big spin. If she would have had on the right undergarment and was able to spin out of that fucking shitty ass dress. Well, you know, Veronica also never lip sync. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, when the girls don't lip sync, you know, that's a. She, I'm sure she was carrying that pressure too. I was the only girl. She did say she was the only girl from her season who didn't lip sync. I said, well, you got eliminated halfway through. But um, well, that's also a lie because Jenny Lemon didn't lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that I have not been able to stop saying hi about <laughs> Jenny Lemon? 
I'm just saying that all just randomly. I'll just be sitting doing a spreadsheet. I about <laughs> shout out JD Lemon. Okay. Shout out JD Lemon, the originator. I was watching something uh, the other day of um, RuPaul reacting. RuPaul Michelle reacting to moments. Oh yeah, on, I saw that. Um, uh, uh, drag race. And, uh, it was the Jenny Lemon walkout, and she goes, "Oh, this mess." Uh, <laughs> I did appreciate her response because you know uh, Michelle is team RuPaul down. Uh huh. So you know Michelle is is not afraid to be like, well, this is how disrespectful. This is a RuPaul's house. That you know she's good for that. And she, right. she said that you know from my perspective as someone who has auditioned my entire life, um, it didn't make sense to me that you would work so hard to get here and then throw it away like that. That's yeah, a reasonable I, response. That's yeah, I remember when she said that, and it, that day when she said that, I was like, that does make absolute sense. Yeah, you would work so hard to get somewhere and then be like, ah, right. Right, and then the Espanya girls decided they was gonna follow suit. Um, <laughs> are you bitches too good to lip sync? I will air this motherfucker out. Girl, I will. Out the drag race Espanya. Them girls said, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> Fuck. We ain't doing well, no lip syncs in here. We have done. It's time for our favorite category of the week, and that is the what? The wig of the week. Jamal, who snatched your wig this week? <laughs> My Ooh. wig of the week is Veronica Green's wig post lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> you mean slide into the back? Girl, <laughs> muddy, slide to the back, yes. straight. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was so good. Um, yeah. Favorite wig this week? Favorite. Actually, I think it might be Kitty. Is mm-hmm. it Kitty? Which one? Her first one. Oh, okay. You're not like a big blonde wig. You know, I'm scared that Kitty's going to do, um, what's that woman's name? Jim McCollum. No. <laughs> no. Um, the GC? No, not the GC. Although the GC needs uh, to be done justice. Uh, but yeah, who did it? Who did it? Was it Cheryl, Cheryl Hall? Cheryl Hall. Um, You're going to stop coming for my girl, Cheryl. Girl, uh, fuck Cheryl. Um, so the, my. What's her name that was in the Chucky movies? Oh, Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Oh, that'd be fear. Didn't you say you were tired of bitches trying to be Jennifer Tilly? Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge is who you tired of bitches Different trying Jennifer. to Jennifer. Different Jenny on the block. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly would be fierce for this, especially because the Chucky references. Are, well, you know, there's a Chucky TV show coming out. I know. That's why I thought of it. Um, and the, the Jennifer Tilly sound, Chucky sounds are going around, the Bride of Chucky sounds are going around on TikTok. So that actually would not be a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Tilly, she has an iconic voice. Um, she's in Family Guy. She's in Liar Liar. Uh, <laughs> I always wonder what people like Jennifer Tilly would have done if they did not become famous. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> yes, like Michelle A. <laughs> going to the counter at the grocery store, Jennifer Tilly is the person. <laughs> I mean, thank you, lady. <laughs> would you like a whopper would you <laughs> tap 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 in would you like to try the sweetie meal welcome to McDonald's <laughs> uh, maybe I mean I think the same thing about Michelle like, I did not realize that's what Michelle's voice actually sounded like well have you ever heard um, Paris Bennett from American Idol no 
You, oh, we, just, we do this every episode, and I tell you, no. I've seen I had, all of the seasons of this American was before Idol, this was before man uh, before uh, the, uh, uh, the background singer with Donak. Who? Melinda. This was <laughs> first of all. You not gonna come for Shrek like that. Melinda. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. They really used to uh, run around calling Melinda, you little Shrek. And I was not. I said, y'all, she was already breaking barriers being one of the oldest people to be on that show. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, actually, I take the back. Did she sing um, Be Without You on uh, her season? Yes, yes, yes. I saw yes. a clip of that one. Because uh, she, was, she was a fierce singer. Like, she was a great, I think she was. Um... And Nesby's grand granddaughter. Um, she was a fierce singer. She got the top five. I thought it was uh, very unfair that she was eliminated, and motherfucking Taylor Hicks went on to win the season. Listen, you know the good, the uh, American Idol good for the shenanigans because when Jennifer Hudson got ousted, no, that made sense to me actually. No, it made no sense to me. We were all gagged when the bottom three was Latoya London and Fantasia Fantasia Barino. It made sense to me, and I'll tell you why. They could have kept George. I'll tell you why. During that season, Jennifer Hudson was so motherfucking up and down. She didn't have no control over her voice. Mm. Um, it was not every week was not a good. I think she only had like one or two good weeks. And the one good week was when she sang the fucking Circle of Life. Um, <laughs> you know, Disney will do that to you. Huh? Yeah, Disney will do that to you. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with a Circle of Life. If you got a big voice, it's going to be good. So, exactly. but Jennifer ain't had no control, and it just—it's just, there were weeks where she sounded god awful on that show with her voice. So, when she got eliminated, I understood. Um, was it some fuck shit that her, Latoya, and Fantasia were all in the bottom together? Yes. Yeah. And was it was there was that reasoning that was going around some fuck shit? Perhaps. What was the reasoning? Um, a lot of people were saying that they were in the bottom because they were cutting each other's votes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. That because they were all three kind of in the same lane, that they had mm-hmm. the same voting base, and the voting base was they were cutting each other. I don't. Really well, they could have sent home Jasmine Trias, and that would have been just okay. So yeah, Jasmine Trias definitely did not need to make it to no motherfucking top three up in that season. Yeah, that's right. Said, what the hell is going on here? Okay, I know Hawaii do not have that many votes. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. No shade. <laughs> And then they were making it, they were trying to make it seem like the whole island was voting for her. And I know the whole island was not voting for her. So, so that makes you remember, uh, you know, Sanjaya is on TikTok and he's a whole daddy now. Oh, yeah, Sanjaya is fine. You yeah, know, I live for the fuck with Sanjaya being on American Idol. Sanjaya, that was some shenanigans and tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. I said, now, why is Sanjaya Malakar up on this show? He cannot sing a lick. Uh, and he is also sing a little bit. He could carry a little tune with his little little baby raspy voice. Girl, I can carry a tune. That don't mean I need to be on somebody motherfucking American Idol. Well, girl, shit, put a mohawk on him and let him do um the fucking Kingsmith thing. We know really he had the he had the mohawk on when he was doing that No Doubt song, and it was changing the uh <laughs> the gender to girl. I said, okay, Miss Mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the days of changing genders and songs. Uh, anyway, that's the end of this week. Right, like like when Tadric Hall was up on there being straight. Oh, or uh, uh, Danny Noriega too. Um, <laughs> I said, tried it. 
<laughs> really, really butched it up there, Adora Delano. <laughs> Adora Delano, she will be on somebody's uh, reality show. I think about it. that bitch been on like four reality shows. Yeah, she will be on them. <laughs> she will definitely be up on a reality that's show. She will not win them. All right, well, <laughs> that was this <laughs> party. <laughs> in the USA. That was this week's episode of Black to Our Roots. Remember, I am the purse of Tammy Faye. Twinkle my fucking toes. You are the what? The purse. The purse of Tammy Faye? Yeah, the purse purse of Tammy Faye. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, just reach inside of me and get a dollar. Put and I am... The, uh, oh, reach inside you get one of them dollars that they were taken from the... The second dollar from Heritage USA? That she, that she <laughs> definitely knew about. No, yeah. you just you reach in and you get yourself a timeshare here that you and I am, I am I'm the person who loves Tammy Faye but refuses to believe that she did not know what the fuck was going on up in there in Miss Motherfucking PTL. I'm and I am the person who believes that Jim Baker is a menace and probably was keeping the finances away from <laughs> he her. Is. And Tammy and Tammy was right there with him, so I refuse to believe that she did not know what the hell was going on. You keep on, you keep on peddling that. Okay, Tammy got eyes, ears, and thousands of furs out of <laughs> what she think Jesus dropped the furs down. Yeah, her honestly, probably yes. <laughs> honestly, probably yes. <laughs> Girl, she knew what was going on. She in said the Lord has given me the bountiful and plentiful <laughs> fur coat. You know, exactly I see nothing, I say nothing, bitch. Yeah, let's say. She said, I see that, I'm just going to come on here and cry and ask you to give us money for heritage. <laughs> That's why she was up there saying, Jesus, keep taking me higher and higher. Yes, because the price tag she's getting higher and higher on the fur coats, and exactly. he was giving them to her. Exactly, and she knew why the pledges was getting higher and higher. Yes, because she was singing and people were in capsule and she people were captivated by Girl, her. Girl, why y'all? We ain't gonna get into this. 